0: Wait. Hey! What's up, I don't
1: fuck with you disrespecting me. I don't fuck with you disrespecting me. I go hard cuz.
0: Hey you guys. Hope y'all are doing good. Okay, we'll make sure everything is set up. Sorry I'm late. Y'all know it's not a T show unless I'm like five minutes late. Okay. Everybody can hear me, y'all can see me. I got my camera back. Um it ended up being a cord issue, so I got a new cord. So now it is working properly. I don't look washed. But, again, if y'all want me to go back to using the laptop camera, I will. But I said I wanted to try this now that I fixed and got a new cord. Y'all know it's always some type of technical issue, huh? There's one thing. When you're going to get on this show, it's either some audio shit, a video. It's going to be something. But that is why y'all love me because I'm homegrown. I'm not polished. I'm not the breakfast club. You know what I'm saying? It's just me and my house. But I hope y'all are doing good. Y'all like the purple. I look good. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. I'm so happy y'all are here. We have a lot to talk about. I was gonna go live yesterday, but I was sick. Like I was so sick yesterday. I was sick in bed the whole day yesterday. So I feel so much better today. Um, ready to spill this tea, honey. So we're gonna go ahead and get it popping. I hope everybody is doing good. I can't believe it's already Thursday and I have to travel again. It's travel season, so I will be out of here in a few days um so i'll be in and out i'm still gonna be making content but y'all will probably be seeing me filming from like other places because i had to get on the road um people are asking about the the uh the ads i talked to my youtube manager today and she said she doesn't know why they're running ads during my live stream especially since i opted out so she said she's gonna look into it so i'm sorry if you guys are getting ads but I didn't opt into it, so we shall see, we shall see what happens, um, Dark Light says T doesn't smoke, no, I don't smoke, I've never smoked before, uh-uh, I, I like my lungs, you know what I'm saying, I gotta be able to breathe and shit, you know what I mean, so no, I don't smoke, but I don't knock y'all, you know what I'm saying, y'all roll y'all's blunts, I know a lot of y'all be smoking weed and watching me, you know what I'm saying, enjoy your weed, Okay? But um, yeah, no, I don't smoke. If I did, I would smoke with you. <laughs> so anyhow, oh my gosh. So yesterday when I was in bed, when I tell you my phone was blowing up. Everybody was like, oh my gosh, Cesar Pena got arrested. The Breakfast Club got raided. I was like, what? So as you guys know, we've been talking about this on this channel for a while. And I noticed like a lot of the guys, they always like shout each other out and have each other's backs. But they never do it with the females, but it's cool. I'ma still shout y'all out because, again, this, you know, y'all broke the case. But, you know, Tony the Closer definitely did his thing. He bought attention to this, and so did Star. And, you know, Star always shows me love. He's a tea sipper. And so they've been keeping their foot on this whole entire situation. And everything has finally hit the fan. Now, to the, to the weird bitch who was in my comment section on Instagram trying to drag me. Okay, uh talking about oh I'm lying on DJ Envy and she's tired of all these bloggers trying to take down black folks. Like take down what? Like w- what are you talking about? I thought it was G. I thought, you know, the way she was caping for him. I'm like, this gotta be his wife. So what you gotta say now? Like you think everybody's clout chasing off of this story? Absolutely not. Like who cares at the end of the day as long as the victims get justice i just hate the fact that people be so stuck on celebrity nonsense because you see somebody you know what i'm saying on your television screen you feel like you know them personally you don't know that man personally you don't know what he's involved in or not involved in and at the end of the day he should have he should have been way more smarter and not you know tied his brand to just a random guy it was about the money for them so I don't feel bad for him. You know what I'm saying? Most of the people that were getting scammed by DJ Envy and Cesar Pina, they were all black and brown people. So, and I think it's a shame. And anything, if anything, he should have been more cautious because he actually has a wife. He has beautiful children. So why even put your reputation and all that on the line because you're trying to keep it with rappers? Let's keep it real. The Breakfast Club, I'm not saying he don't make no money, but he don't make enough money to have all these cars, the whole 12 days of Christmas for his wife. Like, he was splurging like he was some type of rapper. Like, he was trying to keep it with Rick Cross and them. And it's coming back to bite. So, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, the girl attacking me over DJ Envy. Like, girl, blocked. Blocked, block, blocked. So, let's go ahead. We're going to watch the news clip. Let's go ahead and pull it up here. Because, you know, once the white media got involved, now all of a sudden, you know, black folks want to take it seriously because now the white folks are speaking on it. So now, you know, it's it's a real issue. So we're gonna go ahead and watch this news clip here. So the news media is talking about this.
2: DJ Envy, there is a major development. DJ Envy's longtime business partner has been arrested by federal agents in New Jersey. Cesar Pena has been charged with fraud. Investigative reporter Sarah Wallace has been all over the story. She has the latest from federal court in Newark. Cesar Pena arrested by the feds this morning on a charge of wire fraud and brought here to the federal courthouse in Newark they say this may be just the beginning he could face additional charges of money laundering you might know him on Instagram as NJ, my friend Cesar Pena DJ Envy often had his pal Cesar Pena on the radio hosts The Breakfast Club show
1: started with no money and here I am million in real estate.
2: Promoting their real estate partnership. Now in this federal complaint, the government says Pina engaged in a Ponzi like scheme involving investors adding Pina defrauded dozens of victims of millions of dollars. We interviewed many of them.
3: I lost $200,000 $835,000 in total. I lost a total of $64,000 I lost a million dollars.
2: Envy, whose real name is Rashawn Casey was not charged, but many of the alleged victims say they were were influenced by his celebrity.
1: He's advertising this all over the radio and on television.
2: Investors say Pina promised he would rehab and flip distressed properties, many in Patterson, giving a 30% profit within months. Dozens have now filed lawsuits saying they never got any of their investment back. Pena is accused of pocketing 17 million dollars from just four properties. As news broke of his arrest... We were interviewing Jeff Robinson, who owns a food truck and car wash in Patterson. My son, it's my world. These people took advantage. His son, Jeff Jr., tragically died in a car accident six months ago, leaving two children behind. Jeff Jr. had invested $325,000 with Pina in this Passaic property. The dad says Pina then went dark.
1: After I buried my son, I called Caesar. Oh, bro, I'm going to meet you. I have text correspondence with Caesar, text messages. Oh, I'm, I'm running a little behind. You never met me here. But my main concern is getting what you do to those children. It's not fair. The comfort would be with my grandkids are in position when they have trust accounts with that money that he owes those children.
2: Pena pleaded not guilty. He has to post a $1 million bond and is being released on electronic monitoring. He cannot leave the state of New Jersey. No comment from D.J.N.V. An inside source tells us that the iHeartRadio offices were visited by the feds who took out electronic equipment as part of this investigation. From New York, Sarah Wallace, News for New York.
0: All right, let me come back on the screen here. So you guys just heard what the news lady said. She basically said that iHeartRadio, where the Breakfast Club, you know, resides at, they were raided in the, you know, that morning and they took all types of electronics from them. So I'm assuming laptops, cell phones, and everything else. So it seems like this rabbit hole goes deep. Now, from I did get the paperwork and stuff like that. Somebody sent it to me um and it looks like this has been going on for several years since like 2017 and so it you know you can imagine if he was already scamming and building up you know his name in the streets to get people to invest in these properties once he connected with dj envy that just raised caesar pina's star power because most people would not know who he was if it was not for DJ Envy, like, let, let's keep that real. People are talking about, well, Envy didn't know, he didn't have anything to do with it. You know, again, I'm to wait for everything to play out in court, but it's hard for me to believe that he had no idea about this guy because even in that private recorded recording that we had played a few weeks ago, he kept saying that he made Caesar. And even in the indictment, they are considering DJ Envy Caesar's partner. They're not considering him a victim. They're considering him a partner and um, so if you go through the paperwork online, you guys will see that here. Let me pull this up. The whole thing is just, ugh, it's not a good look. So let me share my screen real, with y'all real quick here. All right, so here is just some of the, the counts here. Count one, wire fried. From around 2017, through in and around May 2023 um in Passaic and Bergen counties of New Jersey and elsewhere the defendant Cesar Humberto Pina aka Flippin NJ knowingly and intentionally devised and intended to devise a scheme to artificial... to art I don't know what that word is to defraud and to obtain money and properties by means of materially false and fraudulent pretenses and representation. Now, further on in here, they talk about um, DJ Envy. Okay, so right here, trying to find it here, okay. Pina and his business partner, a well-known disc jockey and radio personality, Individual One, operated a company that conducted real estate seminars around the country. Together they used individual ones celebrity to promote various real estate enterprises that Pina controlled during the real estate seminars, private one-on-one sessions, advertisement, public appearances, and otherwise Pina represented that was highly successful as a highly successful real estate investor owned thousands of properties in multiple States and had business relationships with numerous celebrities. Through these efforts, Pena developed a significant following that included hundreds and thousands of social media followers." So that right there just shows you, you know, DJ Envy's connection. You know, him using his celebrity status, regardless if he supposedly knew or didn't know, that celebrity status helped co-sign Caesar. Like, let's keep that real. And again, yeah, I I definitely feel like there was some payola and things involved like that with a lot of these people who get onto The Breakfast Club and other platforms, you know, other podcasts and stuff. Now, the thing that's really interesting is even as the people who are investing in this, like I've said before, there has to also be some personal responsibility because even when I was looking at this, I'm like, what about this dude made anybody want to invest $5, Five dollars, let alone five hundred thousand. I get it. He's standing next to DJ Envy, but the whole thing just didn't make sense. Like, he's walking around like a rapper. They're calling themselves trap landlords. No, I don't want a trap landlord. I want somebody who has like a real degree, who really knows how to flip houses, who has, you know, legitimate contracts with other contractors, who are really giving out bids, who have real company connections. I would never invest in somebody who's walking around in a trap landlord shirt. Then he's sitting here posting videos on Instagram with wads of cash. He came off more like a drug dealer to me than somebody who was running a serious business organization. So again, this is where I have to like, look at some of the people who invested and hold them accountable like i get it they're victims as well but at what point in time do we as a people have to do our due diligence and stop letting people scam us because they're standing in front of a lamborghini because they look good because they're dressed you know what i'm saying they're like dressed from head to toe in name brand gear like at some point in time common sense has to kick in everything about caesar his brother it just gave me clout chaser. It just gave me attention whore. And it just gave me, you know, some bootleg drug dealer in Jersey who's washing his fucking money doing real estate. That's the vibe I got. Because I'm like, who the hell pays their rent? Like he, there was one video where he's like, oh, you see all this money. Oh yeah, I better get up in this. This this money just from late fees for my tenants. I mean, I don't know if I, maybe it's just me, but I don't pay my mortgage in cash, okay? I pay my mortgage directly from a bank transfer to the mortgage company. And even back when I used to pay rent, I've never went down to my landlord and like, you know, when I lived in my apartment in LA and knocked on their door, like here goes, you know what I'm saying, $3,000 in cash. Fuck out of here. It's like, like, where are the red flags? Come on, y'all. Like y'all have to stop falling for these sexy tales. And that's what it is. Like I told y'all, investment is not sexy. It's a lot of work. You have to do your research. You have to do your due diligence. And you have to understand that you cannot invest more than you're willing to lose. You just can't. You know what I'm saying? If you invest that money in the stock market and everything crashes and goes down, hell, I've lost money in the stock market. I think everybody has this year. It is what it is. I'm not gonna get on YouTube and cry. I'm not gonna pull a boogie Who's the, the, you know, boogie, he had the damn weight loss surgery, boogie 512, whatever the hell his, his numbers. Are. I remember he was real big and obese and he got all his money and then he like lost it in the stock market. Then he came on YouTube crying to his subscribers to, you know, help save his house. Fuck out of here. You don't invest what you can't afford to lose. It's nobody else's job to save you because you want to invest all your money into Bitcoin. That sounds like a you problem because again, if he was winning, you think he going to share that money with us? Absolutely not. You know, so people better, what is it? 298? I just gave him a whole random set of numbers, honey. But it's like, I get tired of like influencers using their influence for like the most degenerate shit. And that's why I tell y'all, y'all be fine these people and oh, I rock with such and such influencer, but what are they influencing you to do? Like you have to really ask yourself that you know real estate investments it's it's nothing that's quick and we have to get out this mentality of fast money that if i invest in something if i give somebody you know a thousand dollars within a month i'm gonna have two thousand like a lot of us still have like this drug dealer mentality and that's not how real business works like you're not getting a 30 percent roi on a flip that quick and especially when he can't even show you any of the contractors, he can't show you any of the bids that he submitted, he can't show you anything. And so for people to think that they were gonna get back all this money is just really sad. Yeah, that might be how the drug game works. You know what I'm saying? Somebody gives you a QP, you flip it, you get your money. Not that I know, but I'm just saying, yeah, we need to get out the drug dealer mentality. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to like real investments, real estate, stocks, things like that, that is not how it works. Our eyes do not come that big and that quick. So this was a full-out Ponzi scheme. I think the whole situation is sad because, you know, you have real people who lost their money, who lost their life savings. You have people who took out second mortgages on their homes. And guess what? The bank doesn't want to hear that. They don't give a damn that you gave your money, you know what I'm saying, to Cesar Pena and DJ. Envy, they want their money back on the first. So that's the thing. Now, you got people who are stuck paying two mortgages. They took out, you know, bank loans. They had to pay that money back. So this is not a victimless crime. And we need to stop acting like, just somebody call me Miss Trap T. No, I'm not Trap T. We're not going to do that. <laughs> We're not going to do that. But what I'm saying is, like, a lot of people who come from the hood and from the streets, they had that mentality. You know what I'm saying? Get a pack, flip a pack. That is not how it works when you're talking about legitimate money. You know what I'm saying? Because that's all I got when I was on his Instagram page. Like, this guy gives me drug dealer vibes. He does not give me real estate investor vibes. He does not give me legitimacy. So I don't know how the hell DJ Envy fell for that. Like, I could look at his Instagram and be like, okay, nah, there's nothing legit about this shit. So for him to, like, bring him on The Breakfast Club over and over again, come on. It's DJMV and Flippin' N-J. Like, they, that was their slogan for, like, two years. And now he wants to act like he's a victim. No, sir. You don't, you don't just get to, like, distance yourself. You know what I'm saying? Now that there's smoke. Like, I always tell y'all, where there's smoke, there's fire. So he doesn't just get to distance himself. No, they need to investigate. And if he, you know, is guilty of this, he should get in trouble. Because, again, it's not okay. And as an influencer, a personality, a celebrity you owe it to the people who follow you. You owe it to them. There's a such thing as integrity and you owe it to them to give them. If you're going to give financial advice, you owe it to them to give solid financial advice. You know what I'm saying? Because people don't know what they don't know. I learn shit every day. You know what I mean? So yes, everybody is not you know, well-versed on housing and credit and things like that. So if you wanna take on the persona, cause that's what a lot of this is. Half these fools don't have CPA degrees. They're not financial advisors. They don't work for Edward Jones. They, you know, they're just some random Yahoo who got, who got out of prison. You know, they don't wanna go back for selling drugs. So now I'ma just get into real estate. I'ma just start selling black people a, a pipe dream. That's what I'm seeing. Cause isn't it funny that all these scam ass investors who have been like pumped through the black community in the past two, three years, they all have criminal records. They all did. Time. It's like, why are y'all not putting people on your platform who actually went to school to be real CPAs, to be real financial advisors? Why are you not putting them on the platform? Why? Because it's not sexy. Because the average CPA, they probably make like 80, $90,000 a year, and they're not tricking off and buying Lamborghinis. They're not tricking off and buying Ferraris. So, because they don't have that whole sexy social media persona, people don't want to bring them on the platform, which is a shame. So y'all have to be like really, really careful, especially like I said, we are living in hard times. You have to be very, very smart with your money. Be very smart with your investments and stop just listening to somebody just because you listen to them on The Breakfast Club or because even me, like who the hell am I? I'm just some fucking Yahoo on YouTube, right? So even like the things that I tell y'all, I always tell you guys, do your due diligence. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit. Who remembers reading Rainbow? Remember uh, LeVar Burton was like, don't take my word for it. That's how y'all should always look at stuff. Don't take anybody's word for anything. Always do your own research, you know what I'm saying? And make sure that what somebody is saying is on the up and up. So that way you don't get caught up in that type of stuff. So be very, very careful out here, y'all. For real. Um. Let's see. Somebody said that sexy is wasteful spending. It is. But you know, like, what who? Britney says, tea is breaded up. Yeah, but I, I save my money. Y'all have never seen me on social media flossing and doing all types of weirdo shit. And oh, I'm unboxing and I just want to make people jealous. Like, that's never been my thing. How many people sit around and clown me because I don't come on YouTube wearing, like, you know, a bunch of high end shit? I don't spend my money on that type of stuff. I like real estate. I like houses. I like building shit. I like, you know what I mean? Like, I like stuff that I can pass down. So I'm I'm just not into like a lot of the stuff that a lot of influencers into, and that's their business. They can spend their money however they want. I don't judge people if they want to, you know, be Balenciaga down just to do a one-hour live stream. That's their business, but that's just not how I get down. How you save your money is by being smart with your money and not letting social media influence you to spend what you don't have. You know how many times I got clown people like, oh, she's always wearing the same shoes or she always has on the same black pants. And it's like, you understand I have more than one pair of black pants, but I just don't really care. You know what I'm saying? About like a social media image like that. When y'all see me out and about, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? When I want to step out, I do know how to step out. But I don't feel like I need to like floss for who on Instagram. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? So... I I think to me that's that's more important than people who sit around and they show things to y'all and make it sound like they have it like that, and they really don't. That's the difference. Because a lot of them people that y'all are following and thinking, oh, they're so rich and they have everything together because, you know, they're Balenciaga down from head to toe, or they're sitting here with a whole Dior outfit on, and meanwhile, they can't even afford their rent. They can't even afford their mortgage, or they're living with five roommates. But y'all not ready for that conversation. So yeah, I don't like to me, like I always tell y'all, Instagram is a highlight reel of people's lives. So the stuff that I see on Instagram, I take it with a grain of salt because once that camera gets shut off, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? So everybody should be smart with their money. So let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Um, Let's see. Let me see if I can pronounce this yeah, Yahadria. Y- sorry if I mispronounced it, sent ninety nine. Says skinny tea. woot woot. I'm here for it. Hello from New Jersey. Thank you so much for coming through. Yes, y'all. My mom was like, don't lose any more weight. I'm done. I'm, I'm like fine. I'm like 128 pounds, so I'm good. I'm proud of myself. It's been a long eight months, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm cool at this size. I don't want to be any more skinnier. Like literally nothing fits. But thank you so much, I appreciate you. Thanks for tapping in from New Jersey. Um, Nadra Starr sent a 9.99 sticker. Thank you so much, appreciate you. God's Child says, us Leos are mand- are mandatory late. I love you and live for your lives. Thank you so much. I know I'm trying to work on my time management. It's like literally right before I go live, everybody's calling, texting, sending messages. So we gotta blame the folks in my phone. <laughs> so thank you. Um, I am Mandy T sent $20. Thank you, Mandy. I appreciate you. Luther's boy. Luther's boy sent $99.99. What's up, Luther's boy? Thank you for coming through tonight. He says, hey, T, looking beautiful as always. It's been a minute since YT let me send a super chat. I love the World War III deep dive, always on point with the times. I've been loving and living Hold I've been loving and living life with my partner, Adam. He's now a tea sipper. We are down for the road trip and camping tour. Sign us up. Yes, I'm so happy. I feel like everybody is finding love, okay? Like the whole Discord is getting booed up, and I'm here for it. So shout out to Adam. You treat my boy right, okay, because we love Luther's boy, all right? So, yeah, when we do the road trip, um, I am talking to Janissa because don't knows how to plan stuff but when we do the road trip you guys are definitely invited because i I really want to like travel and see other stuff outside of like the clubs and you know the typical stuff that i go to so we're gonna have fun yes it's cuffing season thank you fellow familiar i swear it is everybody's cuffed up so shout out to y'all i'm here for it i'm here for the love so thank you luther's boy appreciate you uh let's see here Aquila rose sent five dollars Says, I finally caught a lie. Thank you, lovely T for spreading awareness to my brother's story, Harris on the one chip challenge. We love and appreciate you. Wow. That was your little brother. Oh my gosh, you are more than welcome. And I'm glad that I was able to share his story because when I talked to my son about it, it scared me when he told me that he had tried it when he was in 10th grade. And I'm just like, are you serious? Like, you know, something could have happened to you. So um, I'm just really sorry for your loss. So thank you so much for just coming through. And I'm glad that I was able to spread awareness. And I'm glad that the chips are being taken off of the market um, because it's just not worth it. So my condolences to to you and your family. So thank you so much for coming through, sis. hoo Um, Let's see here. Tyler says, I love this channel. I love to see its growth. Thank you, Tyler. I see we're finally moving. That's what I told my YouTube manager today. I was like, I see YouTube is not censoring me as much. I'm finally moving in the algorithm. Um, So hopefully we'll get to a million subscribers this year. That is the goal, to get to a million subscribers. And if I get to a million subscribers, I'm gonna throw like the biggest party. Like, I don't care, we're gonna throw like a one million subscriber party. Cause this has been a long road. Like, I'm gonna throw a big ass party. I don't know if it's gonna be in Atlanta or LA, but I'm gonna throw a physical party and an online party once I get to a million subscribers. Like, y'all not love to throw a good party. So we're definitely gonna turn up. All the tea sippers, for real. Um, let me see here. Jaqua I-, I swear I'm getting like the hardest names tonight. Jaquela, Jaquia, Jaquia Dixon. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. She sent $49.99, says, hey T, just stopping by to say, hey, I don't know if you give advice on real estate, but I'm wondering if you could point me in the direction of where to start my own research. I just want to make sure I'm looking at reputable places. Yeah, I don't give real estate advice. Um, But what I will say, depends on what you're trying to do. There's so many avenues when it comes to real estate. Are you trying to Flip houses, no pun intended. Are you trying to buy old homes and then rehab them and flip them? Um, That's an option. Or are you like just trying to get into like rental property? So if you're going to do rental property, like I always tell people, I would not advise buying single family homes as rental properties. I would advise something smaller, Um, preferably townhomes. Townhomes are good when you're first starting out for rental property, um, just because they're smaller, if they get damaged, it's a lot less work. If you're gonna get a single family home, I would recommend anything under 2,500 square feet. I would not ever feel comfortable renting out a 5,000 plus square foot home. Um, I know a few people asked me if I was willing to rent out a few of my homes, absolutely not. Because the bigger the home, um, the more risk for damage, the more you know that you gotta pay for. So I would always say start small, 2,500 square feet and smaller for a single family or else stick with townhomes. Um, If you're trying to do what I do as far as like building houses from scratch, I like it because I'm just really creative. So that's how I kind of got into that space just because I'm a very creative person and I just wanted to build something of my own from scratch, you know, to see how it is. Like I'm always moving into somebody else's vision so i wanted to build stuff based off of my vision so the main thing i can tell you if you want to get into like building homes the best thing for me that helped me out the second time around was actually getting with the legitimate architect a architect will save you so much headache because an architect is just as creative well most of them they're just as creative as you are so when you so when i would go to like dustin with like my little chicken scratch drawings like oh I want my vanity to look like this and I want my I just want one sink. I don't want a double sink cuz it's just me, okay? I want a big vanity and I'm like drawing out my mirrors and stuff like that. He's able to like go in and like do the measurements and make it look very professional. So then when they build it and put it on the sketch, you know what I'm saying, to like the what are those? The plans, you can see everything. So that's one thing I will say is get with an architect architects save you so much headache like even my gym when we were doing the basketball court in this house like for the people who saw my other house um this house the the basketball court in this house is way doper because the architect was like let's do vaulted ceilings and everybody who's been here like even like all the contractors they've never seen an indoor basketball court well here in minnesota maybe in la i don't know but they've never seen it with vaulted ceilings and then we did like, you know, um, windows all around. So we don't even have to use like the LED lights. There's so much natural light in the basketball court and gym area. So yes, definitely get with an architect. So again, there, there's so many different avenues for real estate, but you have to really buckle down. Like even when I got into this, I just sat down and I would research and I would write and I would take notes. I didn't pay, I'm not paying somebody seminar money. Like there's so much information y'all that's on the internet that y'all can, you know, if you have the time and patience that you can find yourself. And I'm not knocking people who sell classes because sometimes it's just easy. If you just need the information fast and they're legitimate, there's nothing wrong with paying somebody to give you the information, right? But the problem is you gotta make sure that they're legitimate. You gotta make sure that they're not a Dana Chanel. You gotta make sure that they're not a Cesar Pena. So do your own due diligence first and then also like really go out into the community and and meet people. Like it's very intimidating. Like for me, the first time around, it was very intimidating because everybody in that field, when you're talking about building houses, you're dealing with white men, white men with money. And then they see a young black woman, you know what I'm saying, and I'm trying to do what they're doing, they feel away. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be able to assert yourself and let them know, like when they try and give you pushback, like, oh, that's not gonna work, or that's gonna be too much of a headache. Absolutely not, because you're spending your money. So like, I don't care, even my pop filler. They're like, well, we don't do pop fillers. You're gonna do one in this house. So you gotta be able to stand up for yourself and you have to know what you're talking about. So you have to do your research, your due diligence. You know what I'm saying? If it's something that you wanna get into, treat it as your baby. You know what I'm saying? Treat it as something that you want to look at to to be income for you, you know? So you have to do your own research. Don't just think that you can go to a seminar for four hours and then now you have all the knowledge. So I hope that helps. I hope that helps. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a... The real estate game is no joke. It, there's a lot of scammers. There's a lot of people who take advantage. And especially if you don't know. And you don't know what you don't know. So you have to get around good people, Trustworthy people, you know, what I'm saying but You just learn you just learn so That's why you know, I just I built again because the first process eh, it was kind of bumpy but the second process was so much smoother because I learned so much from the first time around and like I told Y'all I just got my ROI on my first house that I built. I Sold that house in September. I started building that house in 2020 so things don't happen overnight. And that's the thing, you have to be patient, you know? And I sold it, the people have moved in, they love it. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm, I'm in here and I'll probably work on building another home in the future. So, you know, you just go as you go and you learn. So, yeah. Somebody says, do not get into credit repair. Yeah, credit repair is such a hustle. I told y'all how to fix y'all's credit years ago for free. One of my old YouTube videos didn't go viral, but, you know, I taught people how to fix their credit years ago when I lived in L.A. So, yeah, credit repair is just, it's such a scam. What's up, Tracy? I see you in the house in Goth Boy. All my mods are in here. All right, so how long have I been in here? Okay, I've been out here 34 minutes. Okay. I'm going to read a few more super chats and get on to the next story. Uh, Regina Sanders says, love you, T. Look beautiful as always. DJ Envy is a cornball in my new jersey voice yes and you know what's really sad though like how people like trying to defend this whole situation with envy you gotta think about it they were taking advantage of people who lived in patterson patterson is a a really poor area very crime-ridden it's it's a very tough area in jersey right and so a lot of people were willing to reinvest into the community like think about how sad that is because patterson is run down Like, I've been to Jersey. Remember they, like, yelled at me when I was trying to pump my own gas and shit? Like, you don't pump your gas in Jersey. That's the one thing I remember from Jersey. Never pump your own gas because they're going to confront you. Like, what you doing? Why are you touching the gas thing? I'm like, I'm from the Midwest. But um, Patterson is no joke. So for people to be trying to take hundreds and thousands of dollars and try to reinvest in their community and for it to be a scam, that's messed up like that's like that's messed up because so many times we say oh you know once people get on they leave the hood they leave the hood just looking bad they don't ever want to come back and reinvest a lot of folks were reinvesting back into patterson only to find out that their money is gone so that y'all gotta look at it like it's even worse like for him to do that to black and brown people in that community because that community could use new housing. They could use new apartments. They could use a new school. And none of that is coming into fruition because Cesar Pina wants to order DoorDash as soon as he gets the money and go shopping and go flying out to the Dominican Republic like he's Scarface or some shit. And even his brother was in the strip club tricking off money. Like that was money from investors that he was making it rain on strippers' asses. Like so that's that's messed up. It really is. It's, it's sick. Let me see here. Jensen, four ninety nine. She says, I've been watching you since I was 17. I'm turning 22 on Sunday. Looking to get my bachelor's degree in May. I can't wait for your next event. Love you, T. Love you, too. And thank you so much for being a long time tea sipper. I appreciate you, sis. So, yeah, his big ass thought he was Scarface, y'all. So, we got to talk about this funny Marco situation. Everybody has been hitting me up about this. So... Let me say this. I met Funny Marco in LA, like during like BET weekend. I don't know, like two, three years ago. We were all out in LA, and he was cool. Um, I didn't really know what he did. He told me he was a comedian. He's like, "What do you do?" I'm like, "I don't know. I just sit on YouTube. I am just, just a YouTuber, you know." But um, he was really, really cool. And then I noticed he was like going more and more viral. He's not doing as many pranks. He's been doing like these um interviews where he just stares at people and he has like this deadpan expression. Um, I don't really watch the interviews like that unless they go viral for something. But then I noticed the white girl. And y'all can put her name in the chat because I don't know her name. The white girl just basically stole his whole flow. Like now the white girl, the one who was interviewing Drake, and she recently like interviewed Offset, and she just stares at people too. Who's the white girl? Y'all got to write her name because I don't know her name. I'm going to see if I see it in the chat. Bobby. Is that her name, Bobby? Okay, Bobby. Yes. So she basically stole Funny Marco's like whole swag, right? And so, which is crazy because it's like, when we do something, it's like, okay, all right, that's cute. But then you put a white face on it. You know what I'm saying? Cute little white girl. Now it's viral. She's interviewing Drake. She's interviewing all these top A-list celebrities. And I'm like, but you literally stole his whole swag. But okay, sis um so now he's what's her name oh bobby Altoff. okay so now he's going viral because he tried to do the same thing with g herbo in Southside, and they basically like they treated him really really bad during this interview so like everybody's been feeling bad for funny marco and they got real disrespectful So we're going to watch a few different clips because there's like a few different clips. And T.I. also addressed the situation as well. So let me find, I have like so many screens up. Okay. So we're going to watch these clips here. Give me just a second to pull this up. All right. So we're going to start with this first one.
3: Oh, wait. I'm getting that taken care of. Let me see if it if I can blow it oh, wait, up. Right. I know I'm get I'm getting that taken care of. Me and Charlamagne. No. And you who? Charlamagne. Charlamagne. Both of y'all ugly as fuck. Y'all gotta do that together. Yeah, he yeah. ugly as fuck. Yeah. yeah, and look, you need that though because oh wait, skin care you need do that. I am get I'm getting that taken care of. Me and Charlamagne. No. And so and they're basically making fun of his skin because
0: I guess he got pock marks or whatever, like you know, like acne scars. You know, everybody don't have good skin. That's not right. So they're making fun of his his skin.
1: I'm drunk right now, I'm fucked up. We've been right there forever waiting no, on you, I'm fucked up right yeah, now. Yeah, give me some more liquor, bro. Like,
3: you really, yeah, really liquor, I'll, I'll walk off, off right, right now. Like, like if I do to have fun in the
1: next 20 minutes, 20 I'll leave. I got you, I got
3: you, I got you, I got I uh,
1: you. Yeah, I'll get some liquor, man. This shit's boring. Give yeah. me a cup, too, please. Thank
3: you, bro. Yeah, give Yes, yeah, so. it's boring ass show. Oh, shit, I don't give a fuck
1: about you. Yet. I'm drunk right now. I'm fucked up. We been back there for Alright, next. Man, you so fucking ugly. You have to
3: treat that <laughs> woman. i
1: <laughs> the fuck.
3: No, your you know, yo, son would have probably thought like it was his cousin, but he, know, you his yeah. he know his family. He's stupid. You know his family. you know not. You know what I'm saying? He looking like, did
1: you kidnap? Him? Then you brought him some shoes, like my fucking shoes, nigga. I thought this nigga really
3: a real bust out chain nigga before he was born. Yeah, nigga, what the fuck? You what, doing you, what, with what you been the Jordan 3 Jordan. This yes, baby, you so fucking ugly, you have to treat that woman. <laughs> Alright. Huh? Yeah. You need me? Yeah. I'll take what we do. Yeah. But I don't. Oh, this one's a, I got I you, Fuck it. You. <laughs> you need both of us. Yeah. Oh, up. Oh, All well, because right, he. he, he Sorry. I give him a suit, nigga. That shit nappy already, bro. No, no, I
2: need y'all to know, like, look. I'm, no, 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 Come on. You now we go. really respect, we respect him. This is my brother. There's no, no disrespect, but it's like he's so focused. Fuck
3: he drunk. drunk? Yeah, it's cool.
2: no. No, no, you're here. Yeah,
1: just
0: Okay. All right. Next. Okay. So those were just some of the clips. Now there's some. There's another clip where they broke his watch. Um let me find that here it's like it's, it's not funny because i'm like he has a lot of patience because i'd have been ready to fight let me see i'm trying to find the clip where they broke his watch okay where's where he's talking about let me share this real quick let me share this tab so on here somebody was saying i feel like the episode was cool they was just going with your vibe marco says nah they broke my 30k watch Calling me a bitch. I don't talk to people like that. But this post is not for people like you that don't really watch me. So I understand. I get fans, they post them too. I'm trying to see if they have the I'm trying to see if I can find the clip where they break his watch. Cause it was on here. Is this it? Okay, here it is. It's on this part. Okay, let me share this tab. Okay, so this is where they break his watch. This is insane.
3: Listen, I'm giving you more yeah, respect than you deserve. You ain't got no face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro. Hey, bro. hey, Hey, bro. Hey, hey, shut the fuck up, dude. Oh, All right, let's get it. I'm giving you
1: more respect than you deserve.
3: So it's like, I'm coming. Damn. Oh, that's a piece of shit. Now, listen, I'm, giving more, listen, it, I'm giving you more face in i you more respect. No face. So space. y'all just and, seen they throw him shut the fuck up, dude. Oh, Alright,
1: let's <laughs> get it. I'm giving you more respect than you deserve. So it's like I'm coming. Damn.
0: Oh, that's all right. So now we're gonna go ahead and listen to what T I no, actually before we do the T I clip, let me show y'all what Southside had to say. Cause then people started dragging Southside. And for y'all who don't know, Southside is um is Carisha's baby daddy, Young Miami. So that's who Southside is. That's Young Miami's baby's father. Her daughter is, they share a daughter together. So let me find this clip of Southside, like going off and about the whole situation.
1: Don't gotta be nobody friend. I'm rich, young, successful. I do music, I make beats, I'm out of rapping. I don't gotta mingle with you. I don't gotta do getting interviews i don't gotta do none of that sh- power bro like so for a nigga to get on there and say he's scared because they say he getting beat and all that other shit is like you a hoe you ain't have to put it out hoe ass like you know now that shit make me really want or whatever it's called or whatever you know what i'm saying or oppression because you a, you a grown man i can't you you a grown ass man It's no way possible like you know for real Her wasn't even doing nothing heard wasn't doing nothing to that man like you know like it just it is what it is that's how them folks play like, it's cool for a to get on there and say slick shit and all day and do what they do, like, you know what I'm saying? Or call it for an interview and you don't know what kind of day they're having. come to an interview and you'll say some whole wig off the wall shit. It's like, come on, bro, don't do that. Like, don't DM me. Grown men, don't DM me. I'm not talking to, like, y'all stop DMing me. It's nothing for us to talk about. We ain't doing no music. Don't hit me. I don't have conversations with people. There's nobody. Like that's just me. I'm not on. I don't even get on this. I I just put this Instagram back on my phone just to say this to. Like leave me the f**k alone. Like period, point blank, and all. Leave me alone about. I don't want to hear about no bitches. What bitches doing? What? What doing? What? I don't give a Because whatever y'all think it is, it's never that. You know what I'm saying? It's never ever 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 what y'all think it is. I swear to God. Like you know what I'm saying? Ever, ever. And I f*** with f- I f- Marco. Marco, he mad about his watch. Marco, I got a watch right now. You can come get it. I got a new watch for you, bro. Hey, stop. Hit me. Call me, bro. I got something for you right now. And it's real. Because that shit I threw wasn't real. That watch was fake. It wasn't a real watch. That shit was fake. as. F- so keep it real. It was a real fake watch. Not a Play Play fake watch. Like, really, really fake. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I, like, I, it's nothing. I'll give you a new watch. I'll give you a, a real new watch if you want one. It's nothing. No problem. My kids with him, she's like, they ain't nothing. And then my kids, four and five years old, they watch this cause more than that.
0: Well, for somebody who don't care, he talked for a good two minutes. Like, if you don't care, why did you rant for, like, a good two minutes? He don't be on social media. I will give him that. He does not come on social media. But, sir, you yeah, you get the tiny violin treatment. You were saying too much for somebody who don't give a fuck, okay? So I just thought the whole thing was childish. Um, They has me a respect factor, and I hate the fact, like, You know, and I don't watch Funny Marco like that. So I don't know if he, maybe he trolls people a lot or he's mean during his interviews. I don't know. But I do notice that sometimes when we go on platforms and it's a black face, a black interviewer, there's like a lack of respect. You know, one, time, not being on time. Um, You know, just all this extra aggression and anger. And it's like, you know damn well. If y'all was sitting in front of, you know, Adam 22 or Vlad, whatever, the energy would be different. And I just, I just hate the fact that they were treating him like that and just going in on him. So now T.I. is speaking about this situation. So we're going to go ahead and listen to what T.I. got to say. So give me just a second to pull this up here. Cause y'all know uh, his son, uh, what's his name? Little boy. King. He was on there not too long ago and funny marco uh made a meme of them and people were clowning about that so we're going to go ahead and watch this interview really quick here all right so this is ti talking about it g herbo got lit on funny marco's show
1: check this out for what everything ain't for everybody you got to know your audience you know what i'm saying if i'm inviting somebody to a place and I haven't done proper research on the character or the personality type of the people that I've invited. I gotta be prepared for everything. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah,
0: but the way he been acting on like Instagram, like he really been like a funny dude, cool dude.
1: I text him, I asked him a lot. I'm like, what up, bro? You good? Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he phased by, but you know. He getting, his,
0: he, he getting his clout. I don't think he phased
1: by. getting coins too. I remember he was on a show and he was talking about like he has done interviews That's with weird. people. And it didn't, you know.
2: Go He's on, just saying on. that he was non-confrontational.
1: He has a very confrontational approach. Yeah, you think a, so? Okay, so the 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 actual talk show is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. How he started, could Deja and King almost oh, yeah. got on him one time. What you did was rude and everything. See, what you did, what you did. Talk about. You know, taking people outside the element you never know what kind of day people are having. You never know what people are going through. You never know what's going on now. So you got to take what the universe gives you when you put yourself in them types of environments.
0: All right, (laughs) y'all. Y'all just heard what T.I. had to say. So let me come back on the screen here. So yeah, the whole situation, you know, is a mess. But I think that from what I was seeing earlier, because I didn't watch the whole interview, it seemed like when it was just marco and Southside. it seemed like the energy was cool but once you know g bozo came out there like the whole energy just like straight up shifted so i don't know if like Southside kind of was feeding off of you know g herbo and was kind of feeding off of his energy and was playing into it because he seemed real chill at first and then like everything just kind of flipped but either way they're all getting attention off of this you know funny marco's getting attention off of it it's viral you know they were trending so you know they'll be fine They'll definitely be fine. Um, Oh, Mo must be in the building. All I see is money bags. Okay, so money bag Mo is in the building. Thank you, Monique. She just sent $399.99. Monique, child, Monique is out here balling, honey. She comes through almost every stream and just looks out. So I appreciate you. She's literally like my number one tea sipper at this point. So thank you so much, sis, for the love and just always coming through and showing some support on my platform, especially when I go live. So thank you for that. Yes, money bag mo. We got our own money bag mo, okay? Um, so thank you. Let me go ahead and read this here. Uh, live from NYC sent 20 says. This reminds me of two midgets that used to have those infomercials back in the day with the fancy cars and the hot chicks. Oh, you must be talking about Cesar Pena and DJ Envy. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Miss Muchella's in the house. She sent 9.99. 99 She says Envy about to lose his job. Mm-hmm. Envy about to lose his job. <laughs> she says that's probably why Angela Yee left um, way before because she knew that people were probably getting ripped off and couldn't go to the police yeah it's very interesting everybody's trying to figure out why she left the breakfast club at this point who knows you know but um it's not a good look unfortunately it's not a good look for the breakfast club so it's gonna be interesting to see how it all plays out so thank you for the super chat sis um let's see here tashani loves Sim 499 says hey t what are your thoughts on jamie perkins Coming out saying his ex-wife abused him and Joe's, he's broke. Jamie Perkins, who so you talking about the uh, the white boy that was married to the dark-skinned Sudanese lady. I didn't know she abused them. I I Chad, I ain't checked for them since they got divorced. I'm gonna have to look that up. I have no, I had I don't know anything about this. So I don't wanna speak on it. I have to look more into it. Um, but if he was being abused, that's sad. I don't think anybody should be abused, you know, in a relationship, male or female. So hopefully that wasn't the case. Somebody said he lying. Yeah, I don't know. I have to look into that. But thank you, sis. Appreciate you. Um, Hamilton sent $5. He says, I can't concentrate. I keep looking at that split in between the purple. Sorry, woof, woof. <laughs> thank you i appreciate it thank you for the love (laughs) um okay tati Deshaun says hey auntie looking beautiful in your purple can you do a deep dive on it on how israel is playing victim i'm a christian and i stand with palestine i don't know if i'm even going to tackle that that whole situation child that'll be an eight hour deep dive and i'm not interested in breaking down the israeli uh, Palestine conflict because it just it goes way too deep and it goes way too far back in history um but I am like really appalled by a lot of the stuff that's going on though you know like just the bombings um they're telling people to go towards the south people are going and then they're getting bombed I think that's just really sad and it's like how you know I don't know it's just it's hard to speak on Cause I don't really want to like, I don't want, I don't know. I just, I enjoy my platform. I'm not trying to even get involved in that conflict child. It's too much. I spoke on it last week, you know, um, yeah, I'm, I'ma let them handle their, their conflict. You know what I'm saying? We got enough conflict here in America. I'ma let them handle it. It don't really got too much, you know what I'm saying? To do with, um, you know, the chocolate folks. So. Yeah, everybody's like don't yeah i just i don't i don't really want to get involved in that that whole conflict is just way too deep my heart goes out to both sides like i said last week it's sad and it's sad that you know it's it's the people that are being affected you know like the governments are playing puppets with the people and that's the part that's the saddest i don't care what side you're on the israeli people they're suffering the palestinians they're suffering as well you know and it's the governments that are playing puppet masters so that's all I'm going to say about that child. I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to let the Palestinian YouTubers talk and, you know what I'm saying, use their soapbox to speak. I'm going to let the Israeli YouTubers, you know what I'm saying, talk about their stuff, and I'm going to just sit back and sip tea. But I'm going to say this, them begging for money, we ain't got it. We ain't got it. And we need to stop trying to act. We got it. We got too much going over there to Ukraine. We got too many issues here. We ain't got it. And I'ma leave it at that. Uh, let's see here. Sis Sizz, uh Sisla Fambonita says T, you're Namian down in this purple and black hair. Much love, Queen Jamaica. Thank you so much. I appreciate you tapping in from Jamaica. Uh, Epitome France sent 999 says a little something. For some bougie water on me. Stay blessed. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through. Man, it's a lot going on for real. So we gotta talk about this situation um with Jeezy. So if y'all don't know, Jeezy finally broke his silence. Now, the other day, Jeannie's broke her silence. She went to go talk to Sherry Shepherd on the Sherry Shepherd show. And I thought it was, you know, I thought it was cute. You know, she talked. She seemed really sad and everything. So now Jeezy speaking out, he finally released the statement. So I'm going to go ahead and read to y'all what Jeezy had to say about this divorce. This is child, a hot mess. Okay. So this is what Jeezy posted today. He says, the decision to end this chapter in my life was not made impulsively, and comes with a heavy heart. Despite this, my love and respect for Jeannie remains, and the time we spent together holds a cherished place in my heart. Our beautiful daughter is the best gift for my relationship, and I'm committed to assuring that she feels love and stability, that she feels the love and stability that she deserves during this period. I kindly request that you respect our family's privacy as we focus on healing. Jay Jeezy Jenkins. Okay, let me come back on the screen. First of all, I'm tired of him and her pull out the tiny violins, requesting privacy, respect, and all. You, y'all made this shit public. We will mind our own business, okay? And y'all came out of nowhere and announced a divorce. And, of course, we're going to be in the mix because y'all just got married. It hasn't even been two years. And you know what's really sad? That people are calling something like marriage a chapter in their life. Oh, that was just a chapter in my life. No, this is marriage. It's not supposed to just be a chapter. Not after like a year or two. And you know what else is really sad is that for so long, we all know Jeannie didn't want any kids by her ex-husband. You know, she was like, I don't want kids. I don't want kids. And not only did she like, you know, drop her guard down and, you know, have a baby with Jeezy and all that only to find herself getting divorced. And this also proves, ladies, okay, And I don't know what all Jeannie did because he still did not tell us anything. That was just a bunch of mush mouth bullshit, right? But whatever she did, it was so bad that he's not even willing to like forgive, rectify. Think about when the shoe was on the other foot, right? Let's just keep it real. When men mess up, we will give men chance after chance after chance we'll even blame ourselves when men mess up like oh my god what did i do wrong you know it's my fault that he's cheating it's my fault that you know that whatever like we'll sit here and like we'll blame ourselves we'll try and you know rack our brains we're going to church we're praying about it you know we're like sending extra tithes to the pastor you know just pray for my marriage oh my god i'm not gonna lose my marriage Damn, a bitch mess up one time. He's like, I'm out. See you when I see you. Like, damn. That's crazy. It's like, did, did, she, did she get caught giving some sucky sucky? Like, what, the, what did you do, Jeannie? It's been something bad, child. She done got caught giving some sucky sucky to Mario Lopez or something. I'm just playing. Let me stop being messy. Something happened, and he just chucked the deuces. But I know if he would have been the one, like, Like, let's just say, for instance, if he would have cheated, oh, she'd have been praying to Buddha and and whoever else, you know, to, to keep her marriage intact. I don't know. I just, I find that very, very problematic to me. That as soon as something is not right, you know, for a man, as soon as he doesn't feel right about something, there's no grace. That's it. I'm moving on. But like, you know, women, like we will give grace. Like we will, we'll take back a cheater. Time and time again until we finally get tired. We will like deal we will deal with so much nonsense. And um it's sad. I think it's really sad because he really didn't say what happened. So it I mean, was it that bad that there's no reconciliation? There's no reconciling? Y'all just had a baby. Y'all just got married. You know, it's insane. Somebody said on the shade room, what they say? They said, um, Jeezy got his mixed kid and dipped. This nigga think he a Kardashian. <laughs> Y'all know the shade room comments ain't shit. They're calling him Jeezy Kardashian. <laughs> Said he had him a little Blazing baby and dip. Like how Chloe and, and Kim be dipping after they have all the mixed babies. I fell the hell out. But I think the whole situation is sad. You know, again, I wish it could have worked out for them. Um, but, you know, we're not in their marriage. So we don't know what caused the deterioration of their relationship. What made them fall off. What made them, you know, just not want to work it out again. But I think it's sad. You know, it's sad anytime you see somebody's relationship, you know, just end like that. Because a lot of people were rooting for them. You know, people were making them couple goals. Not me. I keep telling you, I don't make none of these weirdos my couple goals. Because again, people be so focused on other people's relationships. But again, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. If people would like stop the couple goal shit and make, um, you know, put that focus into their own relationship... It'd be a lot better. You should make your man your couple goal. You and your man. You and your significant other. That should be your couple goals, not celebrities. You know what I'm saying? So I just find the whole thing just really sad. And I think, too, it also speaks to people in this day and age, they don't take marriage seriously. A lot of people feel like marriage is, you know, a pretty dress and looking good and walking down the aisle and having a party. And, you know, all my friends and family and, you know, posting on social media. Yes, that's a part of marriage, right? That's a part of the wedding. But once the wedding is over, then that's when the real, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's when everything really comes together. That's when you really get to know that person. That's when you have to realize, are you able to love this person through their flaws, through their mistakes? You know what I'm saying? Through the things that they do that irk you, that get on your nerves. Can you still love them through that? And I feel like a lot of people in this day and age... They don't respect relationships, you know? People try and clown me sometimes, like, oh, you're single, you're whatever. I'm sorry, but if me having to have a man means that I have to put up with bullshit just to say that I have a man, fuck out of here. If me having to have a man means that I have a weak ass husband who will sit there and watch me crash out, fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'd rather be in a situation where I am happy and, you know, looking for the right person than just settling down with anybody. And especially you gotta think about it like this, ladies. When, and even men, you know what I'm saying? When you have things to lose, the right person can either make or or fuck up everything you built. And I'm not just talking about like social media and all this stuff. I don't care if you have like a good corporate job. If, you know, if you work for the police force or, you know, you work in construction. A, a crazy bitch can you know fuck up your job and can come to your boss and say all types of stuff. So you need to make sure that you're with somebody who is equally yoke, who they also have something to lose. And too many women out here, thank you. if as I was like, preach, Auntie, yes, too, um, Andrea said, why did I get divorced? Oh yeah, let yeah, yeah, delete Andrea's comment. Andrea, are you new here. Girl, I've been divorced for 10 damn years. I got divorced because my husband, you know he wanted to run the fucking streets. I've talked about this, like my shit is an open book, you know what I'm saying? And I got tired of that. I've, I've realized my self-worth. I'm not gonna put up with cheating and, and disrespect, you know, but we're in, a, we're in a good space, you know, we get along now, you know, the past is the past. I've grown. I'm blessed. He was my energy vampire. And once we went our separate ways, you know, my blessings came rolling in. Sometimes the people that you're with and they're, that you're in a relationship with, that you're sleeping with, that's your boyfriend, your girlfriend, sometimes those are the people that are blocking your blessings. So honestly, my divorce was a blessing, but yeah, not y'all deleting her comment. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so will i ever get married again yes to the right person i don't think there's anything wrong with marriage but i take it very seriously like when i took my vows before god i took that with the intention of married for life but not if the other person is disrespecting the marriage i'm not going to put up with that you know so like i said yeah once you learn your self-worth and you realize what you're not going to put up with you're not going to put up with this so people want to clown me because i'm not going to just settle and just, you know, be like, I got a man, my man, my man, my man. No, I'm not going to do that, you know? So, again, when you have things to lose, you move accordingly. You're not going to just bring any and everybody into your space, you know? Because, again, the right man or woman can destroy everything that you've built. And I think the problem with a lot of relationships nowadays, they're not built on a foundation. They're built on lust. Everybody's so used to hookup culture. Y'all are literally building things based off of somebody swiping right or left on, tw- on Tinder, like, just somebody swiping right and saying that you're cute is enough for you to fuck them in the same day. That's not, you're not building anything on that. You're not getting to know that person. Anybody can have sex. Any, anybody can have lust. But you're not getting to know that person. So, people are doing things backwards. They're hooking up. They're having kids. And then they're trying to get to know that person. No, it's, you have to get to know that person first before you even sleep with them. Let alone have a kid with them. You know? And I think that is the problem. Like, we just live in a microwave society where everything is for the gram. It's for social media. It's, you know, I have to have a man before I turn 35. I have to have a baby by the time I'm 25. We're putting all these restrictions and we're rushing instead of getting to know that other person. So for me, any relationship, anybody I'm dealing with, I'm getting to know them. I want to know them. I want to know them in and out. I want to know, like, you know, is there going to be something here? Because I don't want to waste my time. And I think that's the problem is that Jeezy and Jeannie, just from me on the outside looking in, I'm not saying that I know them personally. I think it was, it was lustful. I think he was in love with her. She's exotic. We all know she loves dark meat and big peen. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think it was, it was some, some lustful, superficial shit. You know what I'm saying? They look good together on the gram. Jeannie's a beautiful woman, she knows how to dress. She definitely bought a softer side of Jeezy out. Nobody, nobody saw Jeezy in fucking three piece suits. He was always, you know, in some fucking gangbang gear. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't rocking around in three piece suits and you know, riding on a bicycle built for two. Like she pulled a whole other side of him out. And I think, you know, that's cool. But once the honeymoon phase ends, what all do y'all have? Cause there's no reason that they should be divorced in less than two years with the kid it just makes no sense to me so that's why i want to know who the hell was she giving some sucky sucky to i'm just saying like who does she suck off because he is big mad he's not even willing to like you know what i mean reconsider he's like it's a wrap. next <laughs> so i don't know I don't know. He went from snowman to you know holy man. Like, yeah, you know, please give us our privacy. No, you don't get privacy. Not on social media. We want to know the TGZ. Okay, you can't you can't divorce her and then ask for privacy. Fuck that shit. We want to know what the hell happened. Because this is not, no, I'm not, I'm not falling for that. Oh, this is just a chapter. No, this is supposed to be a marriage. It's supposed to be a marriage for life, not a chapter. So we want to know what happened. I told that what happened to my shit. We want to know what happened to y'all shit. Okay? So yeah. It's it's sad. I mean, the baby will be fine. I mean, the baby is in good hands. Monaco is an adorable little girl. She'll be fine. You know, Jeezy, one thing he does do, he takes care of his kids. You know, he's a good dad. So she'll be fine. But I just, I know Jeannie is hurt. Because I, you know, because for a woman, think about this. For a woman to say that they don't want any kids, they don't want to have children, and she said this forever... So for her to like put herself at risk and let's not act like she's a spring chicken. No shade. Jeannie's older, right? It's not like she's 23. So when a woman is older and having kids, you're really putting your body at risk. You know, a lot of stuff, you know, as you get older, them eggs aren't egging like that. You know, you're at risk for, you know, Down syndrome and, you know, all types of stuff, you know, and a harder labor. You're putting your body at risk. So for her to like, she's 45, thank you. She's a lot older. And that's no shade, you know what I'm saying? I'm older too, so it's no shade. What I'm saying is that for her to risk her body in her 40s to have a baby, that's a lot. That's a lot. You know, she really loved them because she could have had a baby when she was younger in her 20s, you know? So that's a lot for her to put herself at risk. Yeah, 45, that's not, you know, that's not... Young, That's a geriatric, what is it? Geriatric pregnancy. You know, again, we live in the day and age with modern medicine. And y'all got to understand a lot of these celebrities having babies at 45 and 50. That's really not the norm. You're really supposed to be having babies in your 20s to, you know, late teens, 20s, 30s. So people having, you know, 45, 50 that wasn't the norm 10 15 years ago it's only because of the advancement of modern medicine that a lot of these folks can have babies in their 50s you know so i think the fact that um she put her body at risk and you know was willing to go through with the pregnancy and everything it says a lot so i'm sure she's very hurt but you know she'll be fine she'll definitely be fine but the fact that he just bounced like that like yeah my yeah yeah next we want our privacy (laughs) what the like, really, Z? <laughs> so the whole situation's a mess. AG says, I'm 34 with no kids. I want them, but not without marriage. Somebody said 27 and up is considered high risk. 27? That's high risk? Janet Jackson was 50. Well, hers was definitely high risk. That's why I'm glad I had my kids when I had them. Can't nobody shame me no more. Now that I see everybody out here struggling and trying to figure out life. I'm very happy I had my kids young. There's like a big debate. I seen it on Instagram the other day, and I don't I don't understand like this debate. Like I think like women, y'all just want to attack each other for whatever reason. There's like this whole debate of like women having kids older and then women having kids younger. And they were, like, just going back and forth in this comments, like, that's whack. Why would you want to have a baby at 45, 46? You're going to be old as hell by the time your child's a senior. And then people were like, oh, well, you were just a dumb teen mom. Teen moms are dumb. It's like, can we just support women, you know, having healthy children, like, no matter what age? Like, it's not easy to go through a pregnancy. I don't care if you're a teenager. That is so hard on your body as a teenager. I don't care if you're 45 that is hard on your body. Can we just like respect the fact that we bring life into the world and stop arguing about old moms versus young moms? I, I don't know, I just thought it was just so weird. Like they were just going back and forth and then there was like a lot of shaming. Like people were trying to shame teen moms and I don't like that. Cause you can be a teen mom and still be a good mom. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy, but you know, I'm proof of that. But I'm not gonna knock somebody who decides to have a baby at 45. Because everybody's journey is their journey. So it's not my job. Like, oh yeah, well, I have my kids, so I'm gonna look down on somebody who decided to wait till they're 45. That's their business. That's their blessing. And that's between them and God. So I just hate this divisive stuff. We gotta stop that. Because nobody sits on forums and goes back and forth with old men shooting dust. Al Pacino is out here having a baby at 85. Now we did drag him, you know. But like, nobody's like, oh, you know... Oh, like, that's not the norm. Nobody's saying, like, old men. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's a player. He's a pimp, you know? Like, but, like, women were, like, really bashing each other. Like, the young moms versus the older moms. And I'm like, you don't see young teen dads going at older dads. Like, they don't care enough to go back and forth on Instagram the way these women were going back and forth. But 85 is just, I don't know, just... (laughs) Keep that 85-year-old sperm to yourself. Ew! (laughs) Uh Uh-uh, I can't, uh uh-uh, not the powdered sperm. Keep that shit to yourself, sir. (laughs) That's too much. Uh -uh, I'm done. Let's see here. Elsie says, Auntie, my five month old recognizes your voice like my own. I listen to you all through my pregnancy and even after birth. He basically knows you. That is so sweet. I have a bunch of little nieces and nephews out here on social media. I always love when y'all send me videos of y'all's babies when my theme song comes on. Because one mom, she was trying to feed her baby, and my theme song came on. He, he stopped everything he was doing. Hold up now. It's tea time. <laughs> <laughs> so I love when y'all send me videos of y'all's babies. I love that. Y'all know I, I have baby fever. So I love that. Thank you for the super chat, sis. Um, Janice says, have you been keeping up with the Britney T? Are you going to read the memoir? I don't know. I, I've been seeing stuff off and on. I saw she talked about why she shaved her head. And then she said she had an abortion with Justin Timberlake's baby. That wasn't on my bingo cards, but I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. Because remember what I was telling y'all in my last stream? That all these girls popping up pregnant? That wasn't a thing back in the day. Like, people thought I was reaching. No. Like, back in the day, like, you were going to get dropped. You could not get pregnant. If you got pregnant, your only other option was to either step away from the music scene and ruin your career or go get an abortion. So I'm not surprised at all that she had to have an abortion. You know, with Justin Timberlake's baby. But yeah. But meanwhile, Sexy Red is out here busting it wide open on stage like she's not even pregnant, child. Let me see if I can find this video. She was, it went viral today. She was on stage twerking on all fours. I'm just like, oh, God, the, ra- the ratchet persona just won't stop. I'm trying to see if I can find it. Nope, everything that's coming up is her porn tape. Okay. I'm not seeing it, but it's somewhere on social media, child. Y'all can find it. She's on stage on her tour, dancing and twerking. Um, V Green sent 4 dollars She says, Hey, y'all, currently in the hospital, about to give birth to a baby tea sipper. Oh my gosh. That is so dope. Congratulations to you. And I just wish you a safe and you know, healthy labor. And everything. So, ooh, I can't wait. We got a new baby tea sippers. How many people we got in here? We got over 9,000 people in the house. All right. We got 2,000 likes. Make sure y'all hit that like button. If y'all are liking this stream, please hit the like button. Look at all these babies just being born. What a blessing. That is so dope. She's literally in the hospital in labor watching me. Shout out to you. There's nothing moms can't do, right? <laughs> um, let's see here. Sharitha says Would you be open to doing a full breakdown on your weight loss journey? It's on Discord. We have a whole weight loss room. So I've been posting in there ever since we started. But basically, intermittent fasting. That's like been my friend is intermittent fasting. But it's all on Discord. Um, let me see here. Bonita Apple Bomb said 999 says, Hey T, stopping by to say hello. If you could give a shout out to TK from the Discord, it would make her a night. Oh, you talking about TK. That was um, I had talked to her the, the other night. Shout out to TK. Shout out to you, sis, from North Carolina. See, good memory. North Carolina TK. So thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Let's see here. Ludviana, Belize, Sam 499 says, hey T, it's Ludviana. Oh, Ludvina, Ludvina. Okay, that's different. I like that, thank you. Uh, she says, I'm a fan for many years, taking a break from studying my med school exam tomorrow. Love your channel. Thank you so much, and good luck on your exam. We need more people in, med- in medical school, so thank you so much. Um. Let's see here. GG106 says, hey, I'm a lady trucker, and I would love to join the road trip since I'm getting great at it already. Yeah, we want to get like like one or two um like small rvs i think that would be fun like i really want to do this road trip for real for real i think I've, that'd be exciting just to see other stuff and especially like like minded people so that's what i'm trying to put together this year um okay yvette says hey t i sent two emails for discord before it closed still didn't get in will the mods check please yes Shoot me an email right now. Um, Make sure you have everything. Cause I forwarded everything over. So I had the mods check again. So we've gotten through basically everyone. So just shoot me another email and I'll send it right back over to them. So thank you for that. Uh, Kirby Wiggins says, be willing to walk away if the contractor is not doing what you want. I lost $7,000 because I walked away from a house that wasn't to my specifications and I'll continue living in my old home. I feel you. When you're spending your money, nobody should be trying to tell you what they're willing to do or not do. You know, as long as, you know, it's up to code and they can get a permit for it. So yeah, that's the one thing you have to remind contractors that they work for you. And a lot of times they try to act like you work for them and absolutely not. So I don't blame you for walking away at all. So let me see here. um, How long? I've been out here for an hour and 17 minutes. I want to make sure I got everything covered that I needed to get covered here. Okay, Holly Berry. So, sorry, Holly Bailey, not Berry. They're saying that Holly is pregnant. We got to pull this up. TMZ is being hella messy. Well, actually, everybody is. She's definitely pregnant. I don't care what nobody says. So this is going viral, this picture of um, Holly and DDG. They're leaving the hot. Well, they're leaving from somewhere. Looks like they both got blood work done. Um, she's definitely hiding something. She's in flats. So these are the pictures that are going viral all over social media. But she still hasn't come out and announced anything, though. But you can definitely see that there's, there, you know what I'm saying, there's a baby bump there. Let's not play crazy. Then there's another picture of her where she, I think when she gets spotted, she tries to hide her stomach with the bag. I'm trying to see if that picture pops up. They were just sitting here just shooting her. Like every step she took, they're just taking pictures. That's crazy. This is the one when she grabs her louis bag and she's like trying to like cover her stomach she definitely looks pregnant here now i guess for me maybe y'all can explain because i again i don't follow her her sister like that to me they're kids um what is the big deal about her being pregnant by this dude like i know he's a youtuber he's a gamer whatever like is like like what is the problem like, why is everybody mad like everybody's like oh she threw her career away He's a loser like doesn't he make money like he makes money from twitch streaming or something like that Like why is everybody so pressed about this like she's not 15. She's grown Like can somebody explain that because for me, I just don't care. I don't care enough about this pregnant I mean, I wish her a healthy pregnancy. I don't care enough about the fact that she's pregnant She's grown and he's grown Is it just people don't they don't like him? Somebody's like he's a dusty rapper He cheated on her. Oh, he cheated. Well, like I said, you know, as women, we'll put up with stuff. But I bet you she cheated, he would be gone. How old is he? Is he like way younger than her or something? He's a D-list cheater. He's a loser. I'm happy for her. (laughs) We got one supportive comment. He wrote a song saying that he's insecure and he would sabotage her. Oh. So y'all think he got her pregnant on purpose? And y'all don't think she had anything to do with that? So he's a dusty D list rapper who cheats on her, who got her pregnant on purpose. Got it. Okay. Cause I'm like, what is so bad about this man? I you know, like I said, I don't know nothing about him. He's problematic. She's a doormat. Oh y'all are so invested in this relationship. I know nothing about them. I'm gonna say this, I do I believe that she's pregnant absolutely. That is how pregnant people dress when you're trying to hide stuff, when you're trying to hide a pregnancy. I do believe that she's pregnant, but I also feel like she's grown and if she's willing to have a baby by this said, you know, by this so-called dusty cheater, that's on her, you know? at the end of the day, she has to live her life, you know? So I wish her a happy pregnancy, but I also feel like the reason why people treat her like a kid is because she tries to carry herself off as a kid. You're a grown woman, you're 23, you're of age, who cares what social media says? Like you're ready in that situation, they're gonna find out sooner or later that you're having this kid. So just come out and announce your pregnancy and you know, just live your life in peace. Cause at the end of the day, most of people who have an opinion of their situation, they ain't got no money. They're probably in a worse situation. Their baby daddy's probably cheating on them. Their boyfriend's probably cheating on them. You know what I'm saying? So, like, people always project what's going on in their own relationships onto other people. You know? So, again, if she likes it, I love it. That's on her. but you know could she have done better maybe but that's not for me to say i think you know so many times people put like their expectations on other people and for all y'all know how do y'all know how she acts behind the scenes she could be just as ratchet remember when ebb i was like oh how can tony braxton date birdman she's better than him birdman is beneath her like how do y'all know this y'all personally know this woman once the cameras turn off she could be just as ratchet as birdman she probably run around the house like, "Mur! what happened to that boy? Like, you know, like rubbing her hands together and shit in the kitchen. Y'all don't know these folks behind the scenes. Tony Braxton probably ratchet as hell in the, in the damn kitchen and shit doing the B-Walk. We don't know. Everybody like, oh, she too good for him. Y'all don't, she might be just as ratchet as he is. Just because she's sweet in public and comes from Disney, y'all don't know, you know what I'm saying, how they get down behind the scenes. Hell, she be putting hands on him. Oh, you want to cheat on me? And you know what I mean? So, we, you just never know. So, that's why I'm like, I just, I, I don't care. I don't care enough. No, nah, I don't, Nah, Tony and Birdman, they been broke up. But I remember a lot of people saying that. Right, exactly, like Bobby and Whitney. Everybody's warping down that, oh, Bobby turned Whitney out. Oh, Bobby turned Whitney into a crackhead. No. Well, no, she said crack is whack. Well, she, she, does, she, did, she does cocaine. Everybody blamed Bobby Brown for years. And then we learned that, no, Whitney Houston turned Bobby Brown out. And Bobby only got high because his wife was getting high. Before he met Whitney, he wasn't getting high like that. He would smoke weed, but that was about it. So, you know, for a long time, people, like, made Bobby Brown be the bad guy of that relationship. And the whole time was really Whitney. You know, rest in peace to the dead, but let's just keep that real. She was high as a kite. Okay, so DDG's 24. So they're about the same age. Well, I'm here for a child. We'll see once the baby comes. Um, let me see here. Marlon. What's up, Marlon? He sent $20. Says my first stream in a minute. Sending you love from Omaha, Nebraska. I hope to see you in my city soon. Marlon, you've been trying to get me to go to Omaha since I met you. He's like, When are you coming to Omaha? I'm like, what is in Omaha, Nebraska? I'm like, what is in Omaha, Marlon? He want me to come out there so bad. Maybe one day I will. Maybe I will one day. It's not too far from the Twin Cities. It is in the Midwest. But thank you for the super chat, Marlon. Some of y'all be picking the most random states. Like, come to Little Rock, Arkansas. No. (laughs) Come to Jackson, Mississippi. No. (laughs) Maybe. If they fix the water situation. Maybe. It just depends. But shout out to Omaha, though. Shout out to Omaha. I just don't know, like, what all, like, there is to do. But I mean, it might be a cool spot just to stop off and, you know, see, like, see some landmarks or whatever. Somebody say, ain't shit in Omaha? Yeah, I just don't ever heard. I've never heard of nothing in Omaha. But he is determined to get me to come out to Omaha. I will definitely go to Denver. I do want to go to Denver. I've never been there. I do want to go to Denver, Colorado one of these days. Come back to South Carolina. South Carolina is my second home. The Carolinas, I, I will always try and make a trip down there. I love the Carolinas. I live down there forever. Um, let me see here. Then I got Mary sent four ninety nine says, "Hey T, sent an email." Um, and uh, I don't answer my DMs. You got to send me emails. I don't even go on my DMs. It'd be too many emojis, so I don't. I will miss your DMs because. I got tired of every time I opened it. It's just a bunch of emojis and weird fandoms. But send me an email. Send me an email. You really want to come to the holiday party? What holiday party? child? What holiday party? Y'all over here trying to spill low-key tea. That's a surprise. I'm working on some stuff. But yeah, send me an email. Send me an email. Uh, Lovergirl16 says it's because he hit his ex-girlfriend Ruby Rose up when him and Holly was going through it. Ruby showed the DM. I did see that. I remember hearing about that on, um, on The Shade Room. I just don't care enough about their relationship like that, to be honest with y'all. I just, I look at them as a bunch of little kids. I just, I don't know. He's like literally like you can remember like I have a 22 year old so for me It's just like I'm I can't I'm not invested in any twitch gamer Like I be wanting me to like talk about kai sinet all the time He's young enough to be my child like I don't want to talk about kai sinet all the time to me They're kids cuz they're my kids age Yeah, so good luck to them in their pregnancy, you know, what I mean good luck to all of them So I've been out here for almost an hour and a half, so I'm gonna get ready to go. I think that was really all the tea I had for the day. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Let's let's talk about Jada Pinkett real quick because she won't shut the fuck up. We're gonna talk about her real quick, and Rick Ross just has something to say about Jada Pinkett as well. People are tired of her mess. Let me find the video. Okay, let me share this. We're gonna watch what Rick Ross had to say about Jada Pinkett Smith.
3: Alright. Smith and Jada with Shaq and Kobe. Just on some, you know, red carpet. Let's get this money type shit. But how Jada Pinkett Smith moving, it, it don't make you want to really be that close with a woman. It'll really make you three consider. Not reconsider. Three consider ever being married. Damn, baby. You talking about so much personal business. What was your what's your credit score? What's your beacon score? We don't believe you was worth 50 million. Now, show it to us. Prove it to us. We don't believe this shit. Now, show us. Show us. Will, go home, Will. Go home, Will. They called me Will growing up. Will, you just... Come on, Will. Make her go open you up, a moon pie. At one time, we thought Will Smith and Jada were Shaq and Kobe. This on some...
0: What the hell is he talking about? Rick Ross, shut the hell up. First of all... If Jada Pinkett and Will Smith's situation has you reevaluating if you ever want to get married again and be in a serious relationship, you already didn't want to do that anyways. It shouldn't take Jada making you feel that way about marriage. And aren't it isn't Rick Ross a serial engagement guy? Like how many fiancés has he had? Like literally everybody who gets with Rick Ross, oh, this is my fiance. Remember he had the white woman was his fiance, and then. I don't know. Y'all can go down the list. copy be feeding all these Instagram girls' names. He literally is, he's a serial, he's a serial engager. Like, he's always being engaged to somebody. So don't try and, you know, act like, oh, because of Jada, you never want to get married. You never walked down the aisle with any of these women that you were engaged to. He's been engaged, like, a few times. Thank you, Lila Galore. Thank you. This man is always engaged. Ming Lee. No, he didn't date Ming Lee, did he? I don't think he dated Ming Lee. I know he was with Lila Galore. So if I'm trying to act like, oh, it's because of Jada, now I won't ever get married. Boy, stop. You've been engaged how many times and you still ain't walked down the aisle? We're not going to, please, now I'm not no fan of Jada, but we're not going to do that. Okay? Just say you want to be free to be out here fucking everybody. Just say that and stop trying to use Jada as an excuse to uh to run the streets. Just say that. You know, because we all looked up to Will and Jada. Aren't you about their age? Why are they your couple goals, Rick Ross? you too old for this shit. Mm-mm. Talking about because of Jada, he, uh, he don't see himself get married. Well, before Jada came out running her mouth and having entanglements, why didn't you walk that white girl down the aisle? Why didn't you walk Lila Galore down the aisle? Or any of your baby mamas who had your kids? You didn't walk none of them down the aisle, but now you want to act like it's Jada's the sole reason. If he don't stop playing, he need to sit down somewhere. But Jada has been running her mouth like just too much. She's getting on everybody's damn nerves, including me. Like, the whole, you know, Tupac has alopecia and Tupac this and that. Like, I get it. You're trying to sell your book. You know, you're trying to garner attention. But it's a bit much now. And it's, it, she's just she's coming off like a clown at this point. That's why anytime Madia posts this stuff about Jada Pinkett, y'all see the only thing I say in the comment section, I just post a clown emoji. Because it's like, you're doing too much. Then she's talking about her son introduced her to doing psychedelics. Why are you putting your son's business out there? I don't think Jaden wants the world to know that he be getting high with his mama. Like, she's just on some weirdo stuff. Is the book even good? Has anybody bought the book? Put a teacup if you have bought the book. Has anybody bought this book yet? Because it came out the other day. I don't know anybody who's bought this book. I think they were doing shrooms together. It was some type of psychedelics. Yeah, we're going to start calling her uh, Jada Shakur Smollett. Because she's doing the most. Yeah, I see one teacup. I see one more. Well, to the two people who bought her damn book, was the book even, was it good? Was it interesting? Because I'm not, I'm not interested in her book at all. I'm not interested in anything she got to say. She's a whole weirdo. Okay, one more thing before I leave. Um, we posted this story today. Uh, so it begins. Remember how we were talking earlier in the year, how I did the call-in show for all the teachers and the teachers who were going through stuff with, you know, the students. And I said, you know, these kids keep beating up these teachers and keep doing crazy stuff. They're going to start um, having AI teach the children. Well, Tigro O'Donnell strikes again. So let me share this. We posted this earlier today. And the school, um, it's a $32,000 year private school. They just appointed an AI chatbot at its, as its first new head teacher in the UK. So this is what the story is saying. She's a head teacher who won't give unruly pupils a ticking off in her office or making speeches to the school assembly. For the new principal head teacher at a leading private boarding school is an artificial intelligent robot named Abigail Bailey. Her digital image gives the impression of a well-presented, smart professional. And Tom Ro- and Tom Rogerson, the human headmaster of Coltmore School in West Sussex, believes she will play an important role. The prep school worked with an AI developer to create the robot to support the headmaster in his duties. Mr. Rogerson hopes that Miss Bailey will give advice on issues ranging from supporting fellow staff members to helping pupils with ADHD and writing school policies. That is insane. Cause we've been saying that for a minute, that they're gonna start rolling out AI in the school system. So this is just the beginning. And I just find the whole situation disturbing because again, there are real human beings who went to school to be teachers and principals, who have all types of degrees and y'all are replacing them with chatbots? like be for real yeah and it's sad because it's like teachers go through so much already they got to be parents they got to be nurses and doctors and psychologists and really help the kids you know that are going through stuff in their classrooms so I don't know. I'm not feeling this. I just feel like it's another slippery slope. It's like, you know, it's just more of that transhumanism agenda that we've always talked about on this channel. And, you know, just merging of man and machine and bringing the two together where they're normalizing it to the point where people just feel like it's it's normal. You know, like we're living in a modern day iRobot where people will be working hand in hand next to robots and AI and things like that. So, this is just the beginning. So in case you guys didn't know, I wanted you guys to be aware of that. So I'm gonna read these last few super chats. I'm gonna go ahead and get up out of here. It's almost nine o'clock. Aaliyah says, you should come to Wisconsin. Girl, I live very close to Wisconsin. Yeah, I've been to Wisconsin before. That's not a trip for me, but um, shout out to you know Green Bay Packers. Shout out to all the Wisconsin people. Let's see here, two adorable Sam Fives says, I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. But Jada did what most men do, marry a woman that they don't want to be with, but won't leave them. Ooh, that's interesting. That's an interesting take. So you feel like they're both in a situation where it's cheaper to keep her, where it doesn't make any sense financially to get a divorce because they got so many things entangled, Mm -hmm. (laughs) no pun intended, with each other as far as like finances and money and stuff like that. I I can understand that. Cause yeah jada didn't want to get married at all it was will that wanted the family the white picket fence you know so it's unfortunate uh king neptune says are you gonna touch on the cardi b situation or are you gonna bypass it because it's not nikki if it was nikki you'd blast her well first and foremost thank you for the money i appreciate you um I mean, all you have to do is ask the question. I'm not going to talk about something unless you ask. But since you asked about the situation, um, I think she's stressed about her album. Like, what all do you want me to say? That's apparent to anybody who watched her breakdown on Twitter. People, she played the music on the Twitter thing. What is it? The Twitter voices or whatever Twitter spaces. And Barty gang didn't like it. And so she got upset and she was going back and forth with the fans. And so now today, Nikki's talking about she wants to write music for people. So, I mean, my thing is, what do y'all want me to do? Because again, when I talk about her, my whole chat turns into a whole emoji war. When I don't talk about her, then it's an issue. When I talk about Nikki, it's an issue. When I don't talk about Nikki, it's an issue. And at this point in time, people come to my strings for other shit besides Cardi B and Nicki. Like, we're over the Cardi B and Nicki Minaj drama. Either Cardi's going to drop her album that we've all been waiting for her second album, or she's not. And she already announced that she wasn't going to drop it. So what all do you want me to say about the situation? So you're just a messy bar, but, you know, again, I'm here for it. You paid, so I'm going you know, to address your question. But I don't like how you try to spin it like it's purposely being bypassed. No, we're purposely talking about other shit. That's more important. So am I supposed to do a whole hour stream about Cardi saying she's not dropping an album? We've talked about that a few streams ago. Am I supposed to do a whole hour stream on Nicki saying she wants to write for Cardi? I mean, you tell me since you're, you know, drop some more money and tell me how you want the this stream to end. See so y'all just be talking, just be talking. So it's very fun. But like I said, we have a lot of people here who come here for other stuff than the fan wars. They're here for other things besides Nicki Minaj and Cardi B drama. We're actually here to have real conversations so you can spend it how you want to. It is what it is. I want an album from Cardi. I don't know how many times I had to say that we've been waiting, what, five, almost six years for a second album but can I force her to go into the studio and and drop an album tomorrow? No, you know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna enjoy all the other music that's out. I'm gonna be listening to Glossop, Glorilla, Lotto. And if she decides to drop, she decides to drop and if she doesn't, it is what it is, you know? But do I agree with her like going back and forth with the fans and you know, talking about wanting to harm herself? No. My thing is, at what point in time do you just get off of social media and stop engaging? That would be my advice to her. Like, I don't, I don't know, like, how many times do y'all want me to say the same thing? How many times do I come on here and say she shouldn't be going back and forth with Barbs? She shouldn't be going back and forth with her fans? She shouldn't be, you know what I mean? She needs to unplug, she needs to stop taking social media to heart. She and to me, I wouldn't even have previewed no music. Who gives a fuck about their opinion? I wouldn't even preview the music. She should just be in there focusing on just trying to make the music and stop trying to, you know, figure out what the fans think. Because at the end of the day, they just want an album. They want a single. They want music that's just Cardi B. They don't want features. People are over the features they want just solo music at this point so i don't know it's just it's frustrating because i feel like um one thing about these celebs and cardi b included as soon as somebody doesn't like something they get upset and everybody's not gonna like everything that you do just like i had my issues with drake last week like whoever in ovo whatever the fuck they flagged my video. I spent four hours, four to five hours editing that whole video. That whole breakdown with Birdman and, and Drake and you know the whole Joe Budden thing for them to age restrict it and demonetize it. All because like somebody's not stroking your dick. Everybody's not gonna like what you do. You know what I'm saying? Do, do I think that everybody likes like every live stream I do or every video I put out? Of course not. Some people are gonna rock with it, some people are not. You just try better next time. You know? So I just, I hate the fact that they take so many things to heart. Like as soon as somebody says, well, this sucks, you're not allowed to have an opinion or, you know, you're a hater. You know, just, it just sucks. It doesn't mean that I'm a hater. I, I'm just not a fan of it. So I hope that answered your question, you know, since you wanted to assume that I wouldn't talk about something. Um, hope you feel better now, sir. But once again, thank you for the four ninety nine. Look, Mia Bia says, you handled that well, T. Um, She's not a rapper. Yep, Cardi B has millions of features. Yeah, and that's the problem is that a lot of these girls are relying too heavily on features. We come from an era of Biggie Smalls, right? When he dropped the Notorious B.I.G. album, that first album, he had one feature on that bitch, and it was Method Man. The song was called The What. And that was like, oh my God. I remember us freaking out like, oh my gosh. I met the man and Biggie like, we never saw this coming. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Because when we buy albums, we buy it for the artist. And I hate like in this day and age, everything is just like feature, 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 feature. No, I want to hear what you can do for three minutes. I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like features are supposed to be a treat. I come from the generation where feature was a treat, not an entire album. Now you have whole albums that have more features on it than solo tracks. So again, I I don't know. It's like people are just scared to like get out and just, you know what I'm saying? Just rap, just go in, just go bar for bar, just show your talent. I don't, I don't always need a a, a a second verse with a whole different person. I want you to be that second verse. So I think you know it's not just Cardi, it's a lot of them. They rely too hard on on features. You got girls coming out the box, like Nikki said a while ago, where they feel like, hey, I'm popping, you need to jump on this feature with me. And back in the day, it was not like that. You waited for those, those artists who were solidified in the game to tap you on the shoulder and say that they want a feature with you and even a lot of the older artists right now they've gotten lazy they jumped on that bandwagon where they're running to just go do features with people i'm sorry y'all know i love coy i'm a huge coil fan am i frozen i hope i'm not frozen it looks like my screen froze but i'm gonna keep going i'm a huge coil fan but that song with her and buster rhymes i wasn't feeling that like y'all ruined a classic and yes i know that you know jay-z that wasn't original Jay Z song, but I liked that that song with Jay Z and Foxy Brown. I didn't need a remake of Ray and Busta Rhymes on there, and I just felt like Busta Rhymes knows he is too old to even be featuring with that little girl. So I think like people are just doing the most at this point in time. So I don't know, am I frozen or not? Cause like my screen just went all the way black. So I don't know if the fans are like flagging my shit. Am I frozen? Somebody tell me. So I was something going on with my streams. I'm asking somebody from frozen because my whole screen is black. I can't see anything on YouTube's end. All right. I'm a, okay, yep, I am frozen. Okay. Thank you, Marky. Alright, I'm frozen. I guess I don't know what happened. So I'm gonna go ahead and get up out of here. But I thank y'all for coming to the stream tonight. I don't know why it froze at the end. So I will talk to y'all later. I'm glad it did it at the end and not right now. So everybody have a good night and I'll see you guys later on this week.
2: Okay. Um All right, can y'all see me? That
0: was weird. I think I'm, I, I think the fandoms are like flagging me or something. That was weird. Can y'all see me now? I just came on here to end my stream cuz like the whole thing like froze. Okay. Okay, so y'all can see me now. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and log up off of here. I had to end the stream because it was still streaming to, like, over 6,000 people. And I didn't want it to keep going. So that sucks. I just think they started flagging my stream. So it is what it is, y'all. I can't even. I don't Hold on. Let me see if my other page is back up. Because I know I had a few more questions that came through. Let me see if it. It reloads okay, so y'all can see me on here too. Okay, um, okay. King Devante says, How long have you been on live? YouTube didn't tell me shit. I've been on here about two hours, but I'm getting ready to leave because I don't know what is going on with YouTube right now. It's like bugging and freezing up. Okay, I think basically I got all the, the super chats. Um, Forever Your Leo says, "I miss when rap went bar for bar with no gimmicks when rappers." Beef went into the studio with it and gave classics like no Vaseline. Girl, you're bringing it back. Thank you for the super chat, sis. Appreciate you. So, you guys, I'm going to go ahead and log off. Um, It's already almost been two hours, so I'm going to go ahead and go. But thank you guys for tuning in today. Hope you guys enjoyed this stream. So, I will talk to you guys. Um, I'm getting ready to leave in a few days, but I'll still be making content while I'm out of town, so... I'll see you guys later. Everybody have a good night. Bye.